Hey everybody, welcome to our new podcast. This podcast is called Moms and Mysteries. My name is Marissa. My co-host is Querida. I also go by Q. <laughs> That's beginning. <laughs> so we're just starting out, so if you guys want to check out our Instagram, We'll put the link there in the description. That way you can follow us and let us know what kind of stories you want to hear. Right now we're going to be doing some different murder cases, missing persons, even a little bit of paranormal. Just stuff that really intrigues us. These stories are really interesting and kind of just like what the fuck moments. Like you wouldn't believe that you would think we are making this up, but it'll be fun. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Um, the story we're going to be talking about tonight is interesting, and I picked this one because it's not one that you hear about often. So I figured we would cover it since we're coming up on the anniversary. It's the story of Elizabeth Olton. This story is crazy to me. Um, this poor nine-year-old girl was killed by her 15-year-old neighbor. And so the more details that come out about it it's just i don't know it's crazy to me so we'll go ahead and start talking a little bit about what happened that night so um her murderer was Alyssa bustamante and she was kind of like a weird girl she was interested in like murder and killing people so this was something that she like planned and thought out yeah, and I don't know why on earth she thought that she would pick the poor little nine-year-old. I don't know why. I don't think she did anything to her personally, but I think it's just something that she had been always wanting to do. Even in her YouTube uh, description, she had that killing people was one of her hobbies. She was like a cutter. So she had a lot of issues. And she probably, I mean, she probably saw this nine-year-old girl as somebody that she probably can overtake. It wasn't... You know, she, yeah. it was easy target for her. So she she planned this whole thing out. We'll start talking a little bit about that that time. Two weeks before the actual murder occurred, she dug two shallow graves in the fields between their homes because there was, like, some woods in between their houses. It wasn't like they were next-door neighbors. So she had it all planned out. Um, her little sister, Emma, was six years old. And they had always been out playing together. So she actually had her sister go get Elizabeth that night, ask her if she wanted to go play. And the mom actually said no. She's like, no, we're going to be doing dinner. So not tonight. But of course, like kids do, they begged and pleaded. And finally, the mom said, yes, go out for an hour. So that's what they did. They took off for an hour that night. Um, But six o'clock rolled around and then she never showed up. So the mom went to the house and and she's like, you know, where's Elizabeth? It's way past her curfew. And Emma's grandma said, well, she never showed up here. She never played tonight. So of course she panicked, called the police. And what's crazy about this whole thing is that this Alyssa girl, she kept a diary. So she was was, um, writing down her thoughts about what she was feeling and how so they were able to get her premeditated just based on that journal yeah and at first she wasn't even a suspect at first it was just kind of oh she was missing they were like maybe you know a kidnapper came and got her and the mom was like no 
a nine-year-old doesn't just vanish. So she knew off the bat something was up. Um, so pretty much when they did the questioning, the only person that they had to talk to was Emma. And Emma was only six. So, I mean, her story changed a little bit. As you can imagine, she was, you know, too young. Right. But she, she probably thought she was in trouble. So finally, when they interrogated her enough, they got it out that Alyssa was there. And Alyssa and Emma were sisters. Alyssa was 15 years old. So they're like, okay, well, what was she doing there? Like, let's let's dig into this a little bit more. So they went in, they questioned Alyssa. And at first, they didn't think anything of it. Um, it was when they searched the home and found the diary. It was dated October 21st, and it was all completely scribbled out. Down at the bottom, all you could read was a section that said, I better go to church now, LOL. So they thought that was suspicious, and that's when they really started to look into Alyssa. And when they they actually uncovered what the journal said, and she wrote in her journal, I just fucking killed someone. I strangled them and slit their throat and stabbed them. Now they're dead. I don't know how to feel at the moment. And then she goes on to write, it was amazing. As soon as you get over the, oh my God, I can't do this feeling, it's pretty enjoyable. I'm kind of nervous and shaky though right now. Kate, I gotta go to church. Wow. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how anybody can say that. Like, I don't care what kind of problems she had as a child because that was that was in the defense. Oh, she both of her parents were addicts. She had a hard life. She was depressed. She was on medication. And it's like, no, there's a lot of people that are out there on medication and depressed and this and that. And you don't see them going out and killing somebody. And right. then it's not like a, a common factor for murderers. Depression. <laughs> yeah, because we're all depressed, especially now. Living in the middle of a global pandemic. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That. Yeah. That was a poor defense. Um, she. Her. The Elizabeth's mother. Her name was Patty Praise. Maybe. Yeah. She. Um. She called Bustamante an evil monster in the court hearing and in the court hearing and told her that she hated her. And then she gave like a an apology to her and it wasn't really. I mean. She just said I, I trade places with her, but yeah, and I don't think it was heartfelt because I think I had read somewhere that the lawyer had told her to say that just to make her look better and make it look like she was remorseful. But I honestly don't think she was. I, I think she would have done it again in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, she said she enjoyed it. It was it wasn't something that she was like, oh, this was something that I just did out of depression. This was it was an enjoyment for her. She loves taking this person's life. Like it. She's a psychopath. <laughs> and that's the worst part about this story, I think, is the way she killed her. It wasn't just like, it, it was brutal in my eyes. She strangled her, slit her throat, slit her wrists. And then, and then stabbed her some more. Yeah. And Oh yeah, she did stab her in the chest, that's right. So, so I, I, I just, that's awful. I feel so bad for the, the parents. Yeah, especially, I mean, I could just imagine being that mother and saying, no, I don't want you to go. And then them going anyway, and that's the outcome. Like when you're a mom, you know, you know when something's not right. Exactly, and she's probably just gonna regret that for the rest of her life. Yeah. The it's sentencing hard. is what is what gets me though. Um, she originally was charged with first degree murder because she confessed, but then her defense went in and said later on that they shouldn't have questioned her. She was a minor. Blah blah blah. So. 
they went ahead and offered her a plea deal and she pleaded not guilty. Yeah, and it says that she, uh, when she was in custody, she also tried to hurt herself um, with her fingernails, which is... Gosh. Yeah. Um, she was exhibiting signs of anxiety and depression when she was in jail and she was under suicide watch. And so she actually uh, was remanded into a psychiatric institution to undergo evaluation. Um, and I don't know, did, that probably played a big, a huge role in her, in her sentencing, just to plead insanity. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's not a whole lot to this story. It's pretty cut and dry. Um, I just wanted to to talk about it because it's one that you don't hear too often you don't read about it a lot and it was quite a while ago 2009 but it's disturbing so and yeah we are coming up on the anniversary on the 21st and how many child killers i mean those those stories are pretty interesting when children just murder that's you know yeah it kind of makes you wonder, though, too, if if she did it before, like, because she's not going to say. Right. But, like, you never know. You never know, like, who went missing that she knew of or... I don't know. I feel like if she did it that easy and she knew exactly what to do, I feel like maybe it wasn't her first time. Oh, yeah. And let me just, like, to shed some light on how quickly this all happened and how planned out it was. The, uh, Elizabeth was only missing for 45 minutes before her mother called the cops. So it's literally, it was, she, she planned it. She had it thought out thoroughly. Like she probably did some research in 45 minutes. Went and by. I think the only thing that she did that wasn't like professional, I guess you would say for a killer was that the graves, they said were not very, they weren't very deep. Um, when they, when she led police to the body and they walked up, I, I think the investigator said that you could see like her body starting to come out from the dirt. Oh, yeah, I had read somewhere that she just covered it with leaves. Oh, gosh. Yeah, like, she she doesn't really, like, like, she, like, almost like she wanted to be caught. Yeah, even her mugshot, if, if you all go in and just Google her, you'll see her mugshot. She just has this smug look on her face. Like, she does not give a shit. Like, she's so proud of what she did. Yeah, I know. That's just crazy. I can't even imagine being yeah. either kid's parents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this was an interesting one. Um, let's see her sentencing. I think she was up for parole now in 2012. Oh no, they said in 10 to 30, in, in 2012 was the sentencing, and they said in 10 to 30 years she has the ability to to do her parole hearing, which is crazy to me because she should have had a way longer sentence than that, in my opinion. Yeah, so let's see. Since I forgot was the parole on February. Oh yeah, so that she was sentenced finally in 2012. 30 years is nothing. She should have got first degree, went to oh, trial, yeah. had to deal with all the shit that she did and had it, you know, all the evidence come out and do was I think she, they did 70 years. Was she charged as an adult? No, she wasn't she was supposed to be initially but her defense went and said that she was questioned um without permission and she was a juvenile so i believe i believe she was not when she took the plea that's just crazy 
She, I, I mean, for somebody, I, I mean, I know she was young. 15 is young, but for somebody to thoroughly plan that out, that should have been an adult sentencing. Yeah, There's, I could see if it was like an accident or something, you know. I, I just don't think that, I think she should have gotten the full, the full 70 years. That's what she deserved. And I feel bad for the mom because like now she's not going to get any, she's not going to feel like justice was served. Oh, yeah, and she's probably, God forbid, going to be a repeat offender. I'd be willing to bet when she comes out within a year she's going to do it again. Because yeah. that's it's in her head. She wants to be a killer. Nothing is going to change that. And she's mentally ill. If she hasn't, I mean, I can imagine what her life is like in jail. Right. Alrighty. Well, that pretty much covers this story for tonight. We're going to be doing our episodes every Friday night. So like I said, go ahead and look for our Instagram in the links and comment and let us know what kind of stories you want to hear. We're going to be doing something different every week. Yes, I'm excited to start this and to share these stories with you because these are something that I know Marissa and I are very passionate about. We love these stories. Especially now because it's Halloween and everything's spooky and so we'll make sure to try to throw in some paranormal stuff and, you know, some missing persons stories. Those are always interesting too, especially the ones that are unsolved. That would be fun. If you guys have a paranormal story that you find really interesting, let us know and we'll research it and we'll talk about it. Yes, for sure. We're excited. Okay. Well, that covers everything for tonight. So, um, good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.